were 12 years old that you wanted to uh, to hurt your father? Um, I wanted to kill him. He said, take therefore no anxious thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow take thoughts of the things of itself. Why is he saying that? He's saying, listen, don't worry about tomorrow. Seek the kingdom of God first. What? And all these things shall be added unto you. When? Not, not tomorrow. Today. Welcome to Miracles Today, where all you need is faith in God. And I've got with me as my special guest, Jay. Welcome to Miracles Today. Thank you very much, Dr. Robin. It's fabulous to have you on. And I want to go directly to um, your dad. I want you to tell me all about your dad. Wow. And let's go right there. Um, well, my father, he was, uh, I guess you would say, abused as a child. And um, he didn't have the anointing, and he never fully healed. And um, he had wounds in him. And um, he was, when he married my mother, he had said that he didn't want to ever lose her. So he had separated her from all of our family just so they could be um, one. Mm. And um, so it's like he took his, he took your mom away from you. Uh, well. I wasn't born at the time, but he oh. took um, her away from all of the family. So I saw my grandmother's maybe once a year. Oh, so her family. And um, his family, family. Yeah. yeah. We we were completely secluded. Yes. And he had an incredibly strong religious spirit on him. Yeah. So he could justify it with the Bible. He could say that they're one flesh. They should cut off all ties. Right. And, um, and then how old are you now? I'm 17. 17. Now, there was a point when you were 12, is it when you were 12 years old that you wanted to, uh, to hurt your father? Can you tell me about that? Actually, that was when I was eight years old. Eight, okay. Um, I wanted to kill him. Okay. Uh, he, had, um, he had abused me so, so much over the years because he was, he was jealous of me. He thought that I would come between him and my mother, and um, would he physically abuse you, hon? Yes, so I was. There are there are times where I've been I've been told stories. I mentally cannot remember them, but my mother, my grandmother would tell me stories of where I was so close to being hospitalized, but just out of fear of my father, I was not taken to the hospital. Um, I do remember some instances where he would take me by the throat and throw me up against the wall or throw me on top of the bed and um, uh, beat the foolishness out of the child. Yeah. Which, that, that's not a real spanking. That's a, a lot more. A lot more. Now, did you uh, develop some type of um, problems because of, this, because of this abuse that was happening to you? Physical and mental problems. Could you tell me about that? Um, well, I developed just a sincere hatred f of my father, and I thought um, my mother was so passive that I never saw her stand up for me. 
I found out later that she did, but it was when none of, the ch none of our, us children were around. Um, so she, said, she did defend me, but I had no idea of that. And I just saw that I had um, no family. Uh, my mom, in, in my thoughts, my mom didn't, wouldn't defend me. My dad didn't love me. And I was jealous of my brothers and sisters because my dad apparently did love them more than I did, so more were, than were he you, loved me. So were you diagnosed with some type of a mental disorder? Post-traumatic stress disorder, yes. Now, now what is that? Um, that's where, from my understanding of it, it's where you, you're, you have memories and they're so messed up that sometimes, a lot of the uh, symptoms are insomnia. You can't sleep just because, I couldn't sleep because I was afraid to. Okay. Um, because every time, even after we had left my father, I was afraid to dream. Right. Because even your most repressed dreams, most repressed memories come back yes. when you dream. And it would scare me so much to dream that I would, I would never sleep. Now, now, what other physical problems did you have? Because I saw quite a list on, uh, your, yes. on, your, on um, your story. From some of the times that my father had grabbed me in the neck, I had um, injured my fourth vertebrae, and it got compounded in an accident when I lived in Dallas. But it was the problems were there even when I was seven years old, and then from the severe beatings, I never really understood why I was in so much pain because I had forgotten the situation. I, my mind had blocked it out completely. But um, my, my entire lumbar spine, which is the lower vertebrae, um, they were completely out of order and I was in pain all the time, even at eight years old. And then at 12 years old, I was diagnosed with juvenile scoliosis and Schurman's disease. So my spine was pretty much completely screwed up. Well, listen, we're going to just take a moment right now. We're going to take a moment right now. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Miracles Today, and we're here with Jay. And Jay, before we left, um, if you could name off all of those um, physical illnesses again for me. For, for the people who just, who just uh, are beginning to watch right now? Um, juvenile scoliosis and Schuermann's disease, a fractured fourth vertebrae in my neck, um, post-traumatic stress disorder, which is a psychomatic illness, and that branches off into all kinds of things between stress, migraines, um, insomnia, and if you can't sleep, then you'll never heal. And um, I was also... Uh, because my, of my bad back, I never got any physical activity, so I was overweight. And I was, I was really messed up. And, and this was all by the time you were how old? Um, when I was 10. Okay. Now, and, and so, and so um, you're 17 now. Hmm. Now, tell me about, oh, actually, don't tell me. Tell the, the, the partners and the friends that are watching, what has International Miracle Institute done for your life? Oh my gosh, um, without International Miracle Institute, I would not be here today. I would be either um, dead or completely sick and absolutely miserable. I probably would have taken my own life. Um, but with International Miracle Institute, I found out who I truly am, that I'm not just some child that is to be 
kicked around and taken advantage of, but I am an, an awesome miracle worker for God and that I can, that I can lead people to Christ and I can heal the sick and I can raise the dead. I can cast out devils and I don't have to take anything from anybody just because I am God's son. And Well, have you, um, Jay, have you, has God helped you to get over the hatred that you had? I was, when I was um, in Dr. Harfush's meetings, I was, I was completely delivered over, over a period of time. And now um, I actually have a love for my father that I never would have had before. Yeah. Um, just because of issues on his end, I can't hang out with him all the time. Sure, but, sure. Um, I, I don't, I'm not planning on killing him now. No, no. <laughs> and it's, um, it feels so much better just to, just to not have that, it's a heaviness in your heart. Yeah. When you, when you hate and you're so vindictive and you just want yes. to, that vengeance, it will hurt you. Yes. It will just, it's like, it's like being sick, but you don't know what of, and you can't ever get better. And it's but, but that's what you, you got healed of. Oh, yes, it feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I, 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 mean, I want you to stay tuned with us, because later on in the program, I'm going to tell you about how you, too, can become an International Miracle Institute student. But I wanted to go to um, join Dr. Christian Harfu. She's in a, a, a meeting already. We're going to go hear some preaching and teaching. He got so big and blessed that that the herdsmen uh, um, of uh, of uh, uh, Lot and the herdsmen of Abraham began to get into strife. So Abraham said to Lot, "Just go ahead." Because see, the only reason Lot had a lot was because he was around Abraham. It was the covenant of Abraham that he affiliated with. So you know what Abraham did? Abraham knew that it wasn't his arm that got him all these things. So here's Abraham. He said, you take the first shot. Pick. Pick the best place. You pick what you want. I'm not even going to pick. You just choose wherever you want to go. You just choose. You go ahead. Because I got someone watching over me. I got a covenant. I can never end up forsaken. I can never go without. Man can never pull the rug out from underneath Abraham or his seed. And you are Abraham's seed. And heirs according to the promise. But see, Abraham was limited by lot. Abraham's Abraham was limited by Lot, and God would have never been able to get a secondary promise of limitlessness to Abraham till he got Lot out of the way. And so Lot said, well, I'll go over there. He looked around. He saw the most lush area, the cities of the plain. I'll go over there. He went to, and when he went, God told Abraham, all right. I want you to lift your eyes. He gets a word. He's not, he not looking for the things. He gets a word. 
and God shows him. He's, he, whoo, glory to God. When you know who your source is. God shows, he said, lift up your eyes, look. Look that way. Look that way. Look that way. Look that way. As far as your eyes can see, there are no limits in God. As far as your eyes can see, that is the land that I have given you. Hallelujah. Well, you walk that land. Before I'm finished with you, through the power of the Holy Ghost, as the Lord liveth, wherever you go, people will haunt, people will wave, people will wander. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Whether you're in your, in your pajamas, mowing the lawn, or whether you're in your... It won't matter. They'll see the glory, and they'll see the blessing, and they'll understand the wisdom as See, the house of Abraham was blessed because of the covenant God made with Abraham. He said, take no, take therefore no anxious thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow will take thoughts of the things of itself. Why is he saying that? He's saying, listen, don't worry about tomorrow. Seek the kingdom of God first. What? And all these things shall be added unto you. When? Not, not tomorrow. Today. In other words, when you put first things first, then the one that you put first causes the things that are first in other people's lives to be added unto you. The things the world is going like that to get are the things God is adding to you. You're getting the things the world is trying to get because you're seeking the kingdom of God first. Hallelujah! Isn't that awesome? Glory to God. Glory be to God. Glory to God. Then it says in it, it's more blessed to give than to receive. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Why? Because when you give, it shall be. Do you understand that? <laughs> Just the other night, I, I was driving home. And I'm, I want to thank you, by the way. A couple people came up to me and uh, uh, gave me uh, some checks for gas. They said, here, you're going to need this. I couldn't believe it. Two people uh, gave me uh, $1,000 checks for gas. I was thinking, my God, why do you think I'm, I'm flying a jet? But you want, I, I rode that thing to church and, um, and uh, took uh, Brother Evansini to the hotel and went home, came back to church, a quarter tank left. So I stopped off at a gas station to uh, put gas in the car. I, and and um, I realized that God was speaking to people. 
But at that at that gas station, I'm I, I'm with uh, Pastor Terry, and and um, we're pumping gas, and and this this uh, young man, um, he says, he, you know, he's maybe a little bit younger than I am, or whatever, maybe my age, I don't know, but he said uh, he said uh, I know you. He says you're a preacher. He said you're. Uh, I said, yeah, you know exactly where we are, and you need to come to the church. And, and, he, and, he, and, he, said, and he began, listen, he began to name the preachers. Wow. He began to name the preachers all the way from California. Wow. Word preachers that he had set under their ministry. And he wasn't faking. And he talked about the things that, and, and, that, that he had been involved with, and he wasn't lying. Because you, you couldn't know that many ministries and know what they're doing and talk about the programs you were involved with. And then he said, but listen, here's what I need. I'm, I'm, I'm in a jam right now and, and I need some money for food. And I said, listen, I said, I'll buy you some food. And, and he said, well, no, you know, he said, if you do that, then, you know, people will, will think whatever. And I said, well, you're not going to go buy drugs with us, are you? And he goes, no. And um, I said, you're going to buy food with this, right? And he said, yeah. And so I, I gave him some money. And the Lord had us shake his hand and hug him and stuff. Well, he, you know. And he went on. But see, he wasn't serving the Lord. You see, if he was serving the Lord and plugged into a place that will teach him how to stay with the anointing of the covenant that God made with Abraham and his seed. And he would not have to ask for someone to give him food. Now, I'm not saying that to embarrass anybody. And I, if, you're, if, if the man that I'm talking about, you're here today... I'm glad you're here. I'm not saying that uh, God is using you as an analogy. If it is not for a revelation from God, every one of us here could be at a gas station asking for a handout or at a street corner asking for something. There was a day in my life when I would steal from my own mother in order to go out and buy drugs. But God got a hold of me and transformed my life and changed my heart and taught me how to give. I gave my way out of poverty. I'm giving my way out of limits. But I'm preaching. I'm preaching and prophesying into your life. That every project, every, every good work, everything that is a divine directive in your life that you have. You will have the resources and the power to fulfill in the name of Jesus. And all these things shall be added unto you. All these things shall be added unto you. You know, the question of wholeness and being complete and entire as a person is something that everyone that I've ever met in my entire life wants and needs. And Christian, we had this beautiful young man at the beginning of the program, Jay, 
and he talked about how he was full of anger and abuse and how International Miracle Institute helped to get him free of that. What an awesome uh, testimony. Uh, you know, uh, sometimes we go as far as we can go in a particular place and we discover that there is more for us. Mm -hmm. That there, We discover that we have more hunger for God. We discover that we have more desire to know about the things of God than we have access to. And in the case of this wonderful testimony, what a, a brilliant manifestation of the call of God on an individual to pursue the working of miracles, to pursue the Great Commission, to be a spokesman, a representative of the, the King and have signs accompanying them. And uh, um, this is what God has called us to, uh, to be demonstrators of the living Christ with miracles and signs and wonders. The working of miracles uh, or the gifts of power, gifts of healings, working of miracles and great faith are all explained and are all taught um, by us at the International Miracle Institute for the sole purpose of taking you to a place where you can experience the supernatural Christian life the way you've desired in your heart to uh, fulfill it. You may be viewing today and, and, and they were moved. You were moved by this wonderful testimony and uh, by this program because uh, you go to church, you love the Lord, you pray, and yet you are not seeing the measure of supernatural manifestation in your life and through you like you would like to see it. Uh, you want to minister to the sick. You want to live in divine health. You want to see the miraculous. You want to understand the supernatural. Uh, you want to know the role you need to play to cooperate with the power of God. You're already aware of the fact that we have been given power. You already know that we have been given authority. But now how to access and how to cooperate with the power of God can only come into our lives through our study, studious understanding of the course on miracles. International Miracle Institute will not only give you information, but revelation. And that is the key to walking with miracles. It's one thing to talk about them. It's another thing to see them every day of your life. And the awesome thing about it, Robin, is that we serve the God that not only gives us the word, but we walk in the supernatural of God every day of our life. It is His will. The Word of God tells us God bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to His own will. If that's you and you're not satisfied with where you are, I tell you right now, this is the time to get in on what God has for you. You know, baby, I mean, I, I mean we've seen thousands of people healed from things like this. Now, how did your understanding of miracles affect the way you minister to people? You know, I believe that the only answer to this worldwide epidemic of anger and violence is God. Yes. And International Miracle Institute will basically teach it to you and break it down to you in a way that you can understand. I can understand it. Uh, a young person can understand it. It doesn't matter how old you are. You can understand it. And it will help you out of these situations if you're in them. 
called and become one of the 400,000 miracle workers for this final harvest. And then join us again next time for more happy endings and new beginnings. <music>